Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think the perception that motherhood does or should come easy. And I don't necessarily mean easy, but I mean that there's always this love or this joy that if you don't always love motherhood, that isn't okay. And I think Mm. it should be okay. And not always loving motherhood doesn't mean that you don't love your children. Um, And I think too often that is linked. So there's, there's this idea that, you know, we have to put on this impression of motherhood being especially when we fought so hard for it, if, if you are someone who struggled to become a mother, you know, sometimes I'm exhausted by it and sometimes I'm bored with it. And sometimes I, you know, just wish I could not be a mom for two days, which even sounds crazy to say with how much I wanted yes. it. But yes. at the same time, I think it also makes perfect sense. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I'm back with Charlene Carr, author of Hold My Girl. Uh, Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. So now I just wanted to get a bit mum to mum, parent to parent, just talk it out. I love hearing how other people and other mothers are mothering, basically, how are you mumming it? Um, Because there's no rule book. No one knows what they're doing, really. We're all making it up as we go and kind of finding our own best practice that works for us and our children, our family, our setup. Um, So I always love to hear how everyone is doing it. Um, So what would you tell your younger mum self? And do you think your younger self would listen? (laughs) (laughs) I think probably the biggest thing to give myself more ease in mm-hmm. mothering um mm-hmm. when my daughter was born i had all these ideas about the type of mother i wanted to be and how i wanted things to work regarding when she would first taste sugar and mm-hmm. how much screen time she would have and just a lot of things in that realm and though i do still think those were good goals and I'm glad that you know a lot of them we held off as late as we did I think if I had allowed myself not to stress so much about them I would have had a lot more joy in those early months um you know there was definitely some tension in with other people in my life who didn't agree with some of my views about those things and so I really had to to be I guess, defensive or, you know, stand strong, which again, I don't think was wrong to do, but maybe if I just could have been a little more easy with it, I would have maintained some better relationships and experienced less stress myself. I understand. And I, I felt some of those um, issues as well. Elders and grandparent type figures, auntie, uncle type figures, in our lives sometimes I think they look back at this with rose tinted glasses like I'm like you 
you know, this is this maybe 20 years ago for you that you're doing this. Yeah. Not only maybe is your memory rose tinted, but things have actually changed. Like we have knowledge on things now and we have that knowledge. So why wouldn't we use it? Some things are just done differently because of the wealth of knowledge we have. And I think some people just, it's a bit of an ego thing. And they take it uh, as a critique on their parenting choices. Yes. And I, I found that resistance really, really tricky. And then you kind of feel, you know, like an awful mum and all the guilt kicks in. You kind of sit there and debate your thoughts and everything. It's a really um, tricky time. I, I remember that really clearly. So you basically you're saying you give yourself more grace. Yes, absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Do you think you can quote unquote have it all? No. <laughs> I'm not even going to debate it. No, no, you can't. no, no, no. And again, I think that's a lovely moment of grace to just not even try, as in you can have some things, you can't have it all at once, choose your priorities and let's get on with that. And then also release yourself from any of the fear of, of trying to look like you have it all or thinking you should have it all. And we're going round and round and round of just thinking, you know, you have all these thoughts of things that you should be doing um, and in reality what you are doing. And then it just kind of, it's all a bit crushing, isn't it? Absolutely. The first couple of years of my daughter's life, I don't know how many times I could have had friends or other people over and didn't <laughs> because I just thought, I don't have the energy to clean and I'm not letting them see my house like this. Yes. And so yes. eventually I just let go of that and thought, you know what? My house isn't disgusting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's often not very tidy whatsoever. But if these people are going to judge me for that and have a problem with it, then maybe they're not the, pe the people to have in my life. And so, and I also thought it's very rare for me to go to somebody's house that's messy and think, oh my goodness, you know, exactly. I just think, wow, they probably had a busy week, <laughs> you know, exactly. or they're just living. And, you know, even when we do clean, my husband and I joke about it. it actually, there's a Simpsons reference where the mother cleans and then she goes to the door and comes back and everything's a mess again. And that's kind of what it feels like. Like, yes. you know, you spend an hour or two cleaning and then four hours later, you're just like, what did we do anything? Like how did yeah. this happen? Yeah. Yeah. And so just kind of letting go of, of things like that, I think is, is so important and realizing, you know, some days I don't get to spend as much time with my daughter as I would like, but then reframing that because I'm also giving her the role model and the example of a woman who's following after her dreams and really working hard and knowing that there are other times when I get to give her all of my attention and all of my focus and just mm -hmm. realize that, you know, there are days that are going to be the way I would hope and envision my life. And there are days that won't. And that's okay because that's reality. And, and it's not, okay. Mm -hmm. And we get to do it all again tomorrow. Exactly. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay. As you are mumming it in your in your motherhood, is there anything that you absolutely can't get through a week without? Like you need that thing or that app or that food, that drink, that that one thing. Are there any things? This is going to sound like you know. I'm just saying it to say it, but it's really true. I need. I need to read every day. 
Okay. Um, and it can be, you know, five to seven minutes before bed. Mm-hmm. But I find if I don't have that quiet downtime, mm. then I feel like I'm just not going, I'm not finishing my day the way that I want. Like, I just need that time to focus and look at the page and have nobody talking to me. Mm-hmm. And really, it can be five minutes. Mm. But that's the one thing that I need every day. And, you know, occasionally when I've gone to bed without it because I was working late and then maybe my husband really wanted us to catch up on a show we were watching. I just, yeah. I don't sleep as well. I don't yeah. feel like myself. It's, it's, it's my little... it's it's amazing isn't it when you break your own rules and then you see you see the results like I knew it I knew it and I've done it again I knew it um so the reading just helps you decompress helps you download offload I think too it's the one thing in my life that has been consistent since I was a child Mm -hmm. and so before becoming a mother my life was very rarely ever so busy that that wouldn't happen every single night. You know, maybe there was a little bit of time when I was doing my master's and I was reading so much for my education that I wasn't doing kind of that my choice reading every night. But for the most part, like that's the one thing, like this is me. I'm someone who reads every day and that's how I decompress at the end of the day. And that's how I go into sleep. It's as routine for me is brushing my teeth before bed like I couldn't go to sleep without brushing my teeth (laughs) you know and so yeah the times when I've kind of pushed myself to the limit that I'm dropping into bed and not even wanting to read the page then it's just a sign that okay you're going too hard you need to step back and make sure that you're keeping some time for yourself oh that's great that you just have that little reminder for yourself Mm. Um, so almost also feels like self-care practice or self-care routine. Oh, it definitely yes. is for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything else in your self-care routine, your self-care? I would say there's stuff. nothing else that I've stuck to as strongly. I know I'm, okay. I'm happier and I function better in just about every way when I'm exercising regularly. Mm-hmm. That is unfortunately one of the first things that I let slide when I do get very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's an area that I really need to focus on more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's funny, you know what? And this is a conversation where, you know, there's a good chance you'll understand or a lot of your listeners will. Um, the hardest thing for that is that it means a shower and washing your hair. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for black women, it's like that yep. can take a while. Like, yeah, you know, my husband's like, "Whatever, just jump in the shower, like five minutes." I'm like, "No, it adds at least a half an hour mm-hmm. to like, you know, there's a workout, a... there's a stretching, and then totally. there's a half a hour choice. washing and combing, like conditioning and like doing all that. It's not so simple. This is a life <laughs> choice right now. Like, we are deciding what's happening for the evening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Um, remind me, how old is your daughter now? As she's five five and are you getting any um like child remixes coming from her as in like just a child understanding of something that um well actually I can tell you what happened to me recently with a seven-year-old and maybe we'll see if you have anything um anything similar so um me and my husband um we back in the day were around a lot of musicians and we used to live with a DJ 
And um, we were on a lot of open mic nights and we used to throw these epic, amazing parties. Um, some of these parties, way before he was famous, Ed Sheeran came to. So Ed Sheeran was really gigging um, a lot um, in London. So right now, in, in, real, in real life, in present day, Ed Sheeran has released a song um, with Pokemon. So my children, <laughs> my children are five and seven. So now Ed Sheeran's like, you know, the greatest person in the world because Pokemon and they've got this song together. And I was at a party with my children and um, their friends. And this song came on, um, Celestial, if you, if you want to listen to it, Ed Sheeran. And I was like, oh, do you know? And I was saying the story, Ed Sheeran came round to our house once. We had this amazing party and then um, he fell asleep on the couch. So he crashed <laughs> out on the couch. And I was telling them all this. And the next day, um, one of the mothers rang me and she said that her son had said, Auntie Nina slept with Ed Sheeran before oh he was God. famous. I was like, no, that's not what I said. But um, I, I find um, I find those moments, those kids kind of remix or the, the child understanding. I find that happening to me weekly of just um, how they take in information and and what they do. So a long-winded story, but are you having any of those at five? Are you having any kind of any of those things regurgitated back to you? I mean, it's hard to think of specifically I mean this isn't exactly the same but it's interesting so the other day my husband was cleaning the drain in the bathroom sink and you know so he's pulling it out and it's not looking great and my daughter was there and she was just according to him just looking absolutely <laughs> appalled and like this is part of being this? a grown-up like this yeah. is awful and he was just like yeah this is what you have to do. do it yeah and so she says I'll get my husband to do it <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I mean I just love their understanding nope I'm not doing that yeah, yeah. I love and it interesting too because then today she said a similar thing when he was taking out the garbage and saying you know well, I'm just going to get my husband to do it. And my husband, after she said school, came to me and was just like, I think we, you know, maybe we need to talk about uh, uh, division oh, well, of chores. He thinks great. that the husband is doing all of the work. And I was, you know, saying all the work I'm doing. And he was like, oh, the only thing I could think of that you do is the dishes. And I was just like, are you crazy? Like, there are all these other things that I do. And I guess she's not seeing it. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That's just so interesting. That, yeah, that's that, exactly what I mean, just how she's taking in the information. That's so interesting. And I think because he does, 
I guess maybe he does more of the physical jobs. I have a very bad neck and shoulders. It's chronic pain. And so anything that's kind of heavy or that takes wrenching, he will do a lot of the time. And and because they're jobs that, you know, you're often moving through the house, like the garbage, you're going through the whole house and collecting all the garbage. She witnesses more of it. Same as, you mm-hmm. know, he does the vacuuming because I can't do it on the stairs. So she witnesses mm-hmm. that, but she's not seeing when I, you know, clean the tub and shower before I take a shower and clean the toilet and, you know, fold all the laundry. Cause I do that after she sleeps and, yes. <laughs> you know, things like that. And just making her aware that what you see isn't always the full picture. Totally. And just out of interest, did you have a conversation with her, both of you? So I haven't seen her yet. So this just happened this <laughs> afternoon. Um, okay. And she was just coming in when we started our call. So but I'm going to. This is exactly what I mean. I, I love the understanding. And I, I just think it's, um, it's great. I check in with my kids. Well, I'm always talking to my children. I just find yeah, I just find it amazing amazing mm-hmm. and it's um, an opportunity to talk about you know that we have a partnership and you can't always see yes. things but you know daddy and I both work really hard to help this health house run <laughs> you know? yes yes definitely and also uh, she can understand what she does to help make it run like you know mm-hmm. how we all fit into this puzzle that's so interesting um is there anything now five years in are there any things, um, kind of, I suppose, bar giving yourself grace, but any practical things that you've just like, that you've, that you've changed? So you may have, like you said earlier, you had very clear ideas on sugar, maybe screen time. And now five years in, um, is there anything that you once knew to be true, now you're exploring? It's hard to say. I mean, I think the biggest thing really does connect to the grace, connect to allowing myself to live with less guilt and Mm -hmm. also following my intuition a lot more and thinking, you know, seeing examples of motherhood, be it through, you know, posts on Facebook or Instagram or in mom groups or other places and before thinking, oh goodness, like, am I not doing this right? Should I be doing more? Should I be doing things differently? And just thinking, you know what? That works for them. If that brings them joy or contentment, great. That seems like it would be stressful for me. You know, I have friends who have their kids in up to four programs a week, you know, be it skating or dance or gymnastics. And to me, that just feels like a burden. Mm. Yeah, been one thing right now I might do two things kind of once the weather gets better but just realizing you know what it's okay if she's bored sometimes (laughs) that allows for creativity that allows for her to you know figure out her own way to entertain herself um I don't have to be having her involved in everything just because it looks like everyone else is doing that you know I don't have to make a specific fancy creative lunch every day the week before <laughs> because that's what I see my mom friends doing and posting on mm. Facebook. I don't have to do Elf on the Shelf. I don't know if you have that in the UK yes, as well. Yes, we do have Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's we do. not the type of thing that would bring me joy and to just realize that, okay, maybe she's missing out a little bit in that, but she's getting so many other things Absolutely. that bring me joy and that we can enjoy together and just kind of 
yeah, really letting my intuition lead me a lot more than I did in the first year or two. Absolutely. One thing that I've, I've recently, um, I've made a, a big change, which has felt fundamental for me. Um, so I love good food and I cook mm-hmm. fresh every day. And I allow um, myself to get frozen pizza once a week. And I've moved my frozen pizza day to Fridays and it feels like a game changer. So I've mm-hmm. just got to think of my amazing meals from Monday to Thursday. And then Friday, I've done it. I haven't got to think anymore. And um, I, <laughs> I felt so pleased with myself. You know, just like, this is brilliant. I'm a genius. And I was really, really feeling sweet with myself for having made this like big decision. Um, and it's just so funny, isn't it, that you could have done that at any point. <laughs> you, could yeah. have done, you could have frozen pizza every day if you want. But um, it, it felt really big to me. And it's um, really... I, it's really made the flow of my week better. I, I find it, I'm not sure about you, just the monotony of motherhood and parenting sometimes. The, the breakfast, lunch, dinner, it's quite a lot. And um, yeah, it, it can just keep on going, it's kind of thinking of new things and remembering where everyone's at with their food. I have two kids and sometimes Carrots are amazing. Sometimes they're absolutely disgusting. You know what I mean? So just keep remembering what we've, what we've just learned and all that sort of stuff. So absolutely. this little change um, has really helped me. And um, I remember just feeling a little bit giddy with making the decision, <laughs> just thinking, wow, you get to do this. But I, I think it's great just to take the pressure off. I think you touched on something really key and important there in that, especially as mothers, I mean, obviously fathers do this too, but it seems to be more that mothers carry the emotional weight a lot more of managing their households and and having everybody's preferences and schedules and just how things are going to work in their head. And and so I've been really focusing on ways that I can let go of that to free up my mind Mm -hmm. for other things which then gives me more ease and allows me to have more joy when I'm spending time with my daughter because I'm not juggling as many things in my head about what needs to be done and when and So that. true. So it does just feel always there, doesn't it? Like just a constant hum. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, lastly, and it's a big one, <laughs> what do you think the biggest misconception about motherhood is? And maybe thinking about everything that um, you've spoken about and hold my girl, just is there one thing or, or a few things that jump out as real, real falsehoods? Huh. This is, this might be a little controversial to say. Oh, um, okay. But I think the perception that motherhood does or should come easy, and I don't necessarily mean easy, but I mean that there's always this love or this joy that if you don't always love motherhood, that isn't okay. And I think Mm. it should be okay. And not always loving motherhood doesn't mean that you don't love your children. Um, And I think too often that is linked. So there's, there's this idea that you know, we have to put on this impression of motherhood being, especially when we fought so hard for it, if, if you are someone who struggled to become a mother, you know, 
sometimes I'm exhausted by it and sometimes I'm bored with it. And sometimes I, you know, just wish I could not be a mom for two days, which even sounds crazy to say with how much I wanted it. But at the same time, I think it also makes perfect sense. And just kind of maybe allowing ourselves to accept that more. I mean, because when you look at other areas of life, people who love their job, if they're having a bad week and they're saying like, oh man, I'm tired of this job. Like, I wish I could do something else. I wish whatever. Most people aren't going to judge them, but you can't Mm -hmm. say that (laughs) about motherhood. I said, so you can't, but it feels like you can't say that about motherhood or being a mom, but I think it's like anything else. You're going to have your good days and your bad days. And there's days when you love your child more than you can possibly imagine and days when they just seem very annoying. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> and totally. just being a little maybe more open yeah. about that. And so we don't have to be so afraid of the judgment. Of um, saying that. I totally yeah. agree. I work full time. I always have worked full time and I work full time as a talent agent, which is stressful and you're dealing with big figures and everything you're dealing with and I find motherhood much harder much much harder and I often say that like my my little whisper my mantra to myself is joyful stress and hard af like it's really really hard and I absolutely love it I absolutely love it but it is hard and I think you're right it's important to say that and kind of give people permission to also say that like it's hard it's okay doesn't mean you don't love your children or you have one day you have a bad day or a bad moment again doesn't make you a bad mother it was a bad moment and a bad day and you get to start again tomorrow exactly I have to tell myself that all the time Hmm. and and to be able to say that for to yourself and you know without guilt to be able to say like I you know, maybe did not enjoy my child this evening and mm-hmm. I just want some time away or I need a break or a vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If it's just four hours away and to not feel like, you know, you're abandoning your child or your family because you just want to be away from them for a little bit. If anything, it's probably going to bring you back with more appreciation for them because you've had that time for yourself. And Oh, a thousand percent. I know when I've had a run, I walk in the door, I intrinsically feel like a better human, like Mm -hmm. a better person. I can mother better. I can breathe into things. And obviously, if if you're the baseline, especially with young children, that if you come in with a certain energy, you can kind of tackle obstacles. You can even maybe foresee obstacles before it even gets there. But if you're stressed and you're bringing that energy in, it's just for, for me, I'm just met with it back times two in my face. I'm just like, you know, it, it, you're, you're bound, it's bound to, to go downhill from there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lastly, anything just you'd like to say to mothers? Anything, um, any words of encouragement? Any, I don't know, word of the day, word of the week, word of the year? Anything maybe you wish you'd heard or needed to hear at some points? So this is something I did hear, and I don't think I think about it as much anymore, but when my daughter was younger, a friend gave me this phrase and I don't know how many times (laughs) I repeated it to myself and it was so helpful in times of struggle and confusion and stress. Um, So for being a mother and having children, it was that 
the only constant is change. Yeah. And so just really holding on to that idea that, you know, there are going to be days and weeks that are awful and that are confusing. And as you were mentioning before, one day carrots are delicious. The next, they're the most disgusting thing in the world. And how dare you even think to give it to them? Yeah, it's offensive. (laughs) What are you doing, mom? Yes. And so just remembering every bad or stressful or hard thing is going to change. And every really good and wonderful and joyful thing is going to change. So really in those moments, trying to hold on to them and and live them and be present for them because you're only going to get that phase once. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. Hold My Girl by Charlene Carr out now. Charlene, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining from Canada. And just, um, yeah, I really appreciate you sharing. Thank you for having me on. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Dope Black Mums. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.